This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday the 17th of July. Justin, my man, mm-hmm. Aussie beer company Carlton and United Breweries yep. is offering pubs and bars that have been forced to close down in Melbourne yeah. extended credit for two months. That's great news. I know. Brett, yesterday, some of the world's largest Twitter accounts got hacked. What? I'm talking Bill Gates, no. Barack Obama, no. and Kim Kardashian all involved in a Bitcoin scam. <laughs> Luckily, they only ended up scamming about 300 pauper souls. Those poor people. Luckily, we have three really exciting stories today, Justin. For our first story. Let's do it. Advertising revenue for radio stations in Australia Mm -hmm. dropped over 45% between April and June this year. Not great news here. So what's the story behind this one? Well, some backstory. Some of Australia's leading radio companies are Southern Cross Media. Triple M and the Fox. Australian Radio Network. Kiss and Gold. And Nova. Nova, Smooth and Cold Radio. In 2020, advertisers have been cutting down on marketing spends big time Mm -hmm. thanks to COVID. And for the 20 2020 financial year, ad revenue dropped more than 20%. Now, something that makes this news slightly less bad is that the major fall in revenue is pretty consistent with the rest of the media industry. (laughs) If I go down, you're coming (laughs) down with me. What's the key learning here? A major problem that radio advertisers face is attribution. And what is that? Attribution is basically how an advertiser can accurately understand how effective their marketing Mm. campaigns are. If you advertise on the radio or TV, it's pretty hard to know the age, Mm -hmm. gender, and characteristics Mm. of the viewer. It's also hard to know if that person was concentrating on the ad or took any action after consuming the ad. Now, by comparison, if you advertise on Facebook or Google, Mm -hmm. you can attribute the effectiveness of an ad much better because the main metric you look out Mm. for is a click. For our second story, the founder of Alibaba, a.k.a. the Amazon of China, named Jack Ma, is cashing out billions of dollars in Alibaba shares as the company's share price goes bananas. Seems kind of Mm counterintuitive, so what's going on here? Well, first some context. Alibaba accounts for one-sixth of all retail (gasps) sales in China. That is one spicy meatball. (laughs) Now, tell me about this Jack Ma fellow. (laughs) Right, so Jack Ma is a former teacher, and now he's the second wealthiest person in China with a lazy 42.1 billion US dollars. And he is quietly been selling shares in the company he created over the last year. Now, if the shares were tanking, I guess that would make sense. Yep. But what's interesting about this is that Alibaba's shares have been rising lately. In fact, Alibaba's shares have skyrocketed by around 50% Ooh. just in the last year. So what's the key learning here? Traditionally, when founders or CEOs have sold their shares in their companies that they founded or lead, mm-hmm. it's been a pretty ominous sign. An ominous sign that spooks investors. And the reason it spooks investors is because investors ask them what is it that these company leaders know mm-hmm. about their company or industry yep. that we don't and why would they want to sell? It must be bad news. But lately, this has completely changed. Okay. Company leaders are selling out and share prices are just continuing to go up. Investors just aren't <laughs> caring. Now, for our third and final story, Australia's foreign debt reached a 21-year low mm. in the March quarter of this year. Strap yourselves in, Flux fam. <laughs> What's the story here, Brad? All right, some background. Foreign debt is essentially all the money borrowed by the Australian government and Aussie companies and individual households from outside of Australia. And that's combined. So your Westpac home loan, not foreign debt. Or if the Bank of Tokyo was to lend $100 million to Flux, foreign debt. That is foreign debt. And for the March quarter, Australia's foreign debt was 40% of GDP. Once again, a 21-year <laughs> low. What's interesting is that these numbers are kind of suggesting that we're slowly becoming mm. a bit more self-sufficient. I like that. So what's the key learning here? You may be wondering, why does GDP actually 
actually matter. I have many times before. <laughs> GDP or gross domestic product is basically the value of all products and services made within a country during a specific period. That personal trainer you got, Brett, part of GDP. That burger you ate, my friend, Wait, also part <laughs> of GDP. In other words, GDP provides a quick snapshot of a country's economic situation. And all over the world, GDP is used to estimate the size of an economy and how quickly that economy is growing. GDP is a really important tool that basically everyone uses. Speaking of debt, Fluxfam, we've all taken out a credit card, a car loan, or a mortgage report, and sometimes it's pretty hard to track. We know from experience, and that's why we've created the Flux Money Journey. You can see a personalized report with all your credit accounts summarized in a neat little package. (laughs) Head to www.flux.finance to start your money journey. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Monday.